I took your strategy and I took what I learned from the strategies you taught me and what I've been practicing through those strategies. And then I tried to figure out, all right, what pieces of that strategy can I remember enough to use it on my own? Which of these beliefs do you have more? Do you have part one, I know I can do the behavior, or part two, I know I can decide which behaviors are going to get me what outcomes. And maybe you're out there saying, I'm not very good at either of those. That's okay. Let's just build them up a little bit by a little bit by a little bit, and eventually you'll get to a place. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode. It was episode number 1,588, How Do You Make Your Decisions? We talked about logic versus emotion. Today, for episode number 1,589, the two types of self-belief. This is a conversation that Alan and I had the other day, and over the last 1,500, almost 1,600 episodes, and the coaching calls, and the self-reflection, and the self-awareness, we're realizing that self-belief and self-worth are two of the most important, if not the two most important things when it comes to accomplishing what you want, having a great relationship, all that stuff. It, it's so important to believe you are capable of it, but also believe you are worthy of it. And Alan brought a new perspective when it comes to self-belief the other day, so I'm going to kick it to you, man. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, I have, well, you can see on YouTube, if you're listening to this, I have the biggest pimple on the end of my nose. It couldn't be in a worse spot, <laughs> and it sucks. That's, that's going to hurt to pop. I already popped it. It just keeps you coming did. back. Yeah, it's almost like, you you're on camera often okay yeah we're gonna creep on back and let you deal with this again so little a little insecure but not i guess not as insecure as i once would have been obviously not i mean you're talking about it sometimes the best way to make the pain go away is just to talk about it just to talk about it just let's get it out you know let's get it out all right so kevin and i to his point have come to understand yeah self-belief and self-worth are the source code of the life you want for lack of better phrasing. Did your chair just give My out? chair just gave out, yeah. <laughs> I still we're gonna, it. We're doing it. It's Friday night. It's all good. We're I know it's through. not Friday night for the listeners, but what is this dropping? Sunday? Monday. Monday. This yep. is Monday. So happy Monday, everybody. It's Friday night for us. Okay. So I was on a coaching session this time last week, and one of my clients, we were talking about self-efficacy. Self-efficacy is essentially the psychology word for self-belief. And we were talking, we pulled up the grid of, there's this grid that we have where the x-axis, picture an, uh, a plus sign. The x-axis is from 0 to 10. The y-axis is from 0 to 10. The y-axis is self-belief and the x-axis is self-worth. And there's four quadrants. And the idea in my coaching is I want to try to get everybody to the fourth quadrant, the upper right and aka high self-belief and high self-worth. And so I was doing this with, with this client who I think struggles with self-worth way more than self-belief. 
And so I said, what's your self-belief? Zero to 10, statistically speaking. She said, I think an eight. I said, I would say that's fair, maybe a little higher to be honest, but fair. And then I said, zero to 10, what's your self-worth? And we dug into her heart on this one. And I think she said probably four, maybe three. I said, yeah, okay, so, so how do you build self-worth? And we went through all the ways you build self-worth. We rated them from zero to 10, blah, blah, blah. But the next day, she sends me an audio. She says, you know, I was thinking about the self-efficacy thing and I was thinking about self-belief and I think there's two types of self-belief. The first type is I do believe in my own ability to execute. This person's a sicko. They, they execute systems. They work out when they don't want to work out. They track their calories when they don't want to track their calories. They are, statistically speaking, on the very high end of self-discipline. I mean, they can execute in their behaviors. I saw her do a cut that I don't know. I mean, it would be terrible if I were to do that. So when it comes to her belief in her own ability to execute behaviors, she's very high. But she said there's another type of self-efficacy that I've studied that I don't think I have very high. She said, I believe in my ability to execute the behaviors, but what I don't believe in enough is my ability to decide what behaviors are actually going to get me to the outcome. And that's where this episode was born. Number one, self-belief part one, is I can execute against the behaviors that I need to execute against. I can do the work. Self-belief part two is I can figure out the proper strategy. I can figure out the right work to do. And so, so someone who has quote-unquote level 10 self-belief, they need both. It needs to be, I believe I can do the work, but I also believe that I can figure out which work is most important. And that comes to reverse engineering finish lines and strategizing. So like someone who can figure out what the next right chess move is and then can execute that chess move is essentially the concept. We used to have a mentor and I always struggled getting advice from this mentor because I always wanted strategy. And I wanted tactics and I wanted tips and I never got any of them. I got all sorts of deeper understanding. <laughs> and that was always a challenge for me. And we, we have done a lot of episodes on how to, three ways to, the number one thing. The reason we do episodes like that is because I think a lot of people struggle with strategy. When you sign up with a coach, I mean, yeah, you're paying for accountability depending on what it is. But oftentimes, it's strategy. What do you want to accomplish? Well, I don't know how to do blink. I did a podcast breakthrough session with someone today, amazing human. It was wonderful. And it was just, how do I do this? Am I doing this right? How do I do this? What do I do if I want this? It was just all strategy. And I think that second one, the, the strategy versus behavior. But then again, I know the behavior is really hard too. It's really hard to do something consistent. Well, let me ask you, because you've been a really shining example, I think, of what, what it's like to build self-belief. Zero to 10, how much do you believe in your own ability to do behaviors, to execute? 10. Okay. Zero to 10, how much do you believe in your ability to identify what behaviors are going to get you to the outcomes you want? When it comes to like people, understanding people and understanding that, it's pretty high. But when it comes to reverse engineering finish lines and strategizing, I don't know, maybe like a six. Six and a For half. me, it's the opposite. My yeah, belief yeah. in understanding people is actually lower. I've been wrong so many times. Yeah. 
my belief in reverse engineering, like what your calories need to be in order to hit a certain weight by a certain timeline. I mean, that's, that's 10 out of 10 for me. Well, it's numbers. But when it comes to how other people, yeah, exactly. I think it's the math thing. It's numbers. For me, it's, it's intuitive. There's been a lot of times where I'll, I'll say something to you or I'll say something to the NLPS team and I'll just, I'll just be like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll smooth it over with this person. Like I know what to say. I, there's, it's, it's okay. I know what to say to get the result we want. Not always, but there's, there's a good amount of times where I'll just do something and it, it works pretty well, but that's just because I've done that for long enough. You know, this comes down to our last episode. I don't know if it was the last one or the one before about IQ versus EQ. I think that there's a parallel here of if you have the first self-belief of I can do the behaviors. Well, if you're resonating with what Kevin's saying about I know what to say, I know how to get along with people, I know how to influence that kind of thing, I think that's more EQ. I think the IQ is much more if I do if I do these things, I'm going to get this outcome. You know, I actually think it's really, I've come to understand that it's really difficult to reverse engineer goals. And the reason why is because usually, um, let me try to explain this concept. All right, when you look at an acorn, you don't see some big, huge tree 100 years later. It just, I mean, imagine if you never saw a tree and you only ever saw an acorn, just for a second. The acorn is the idea. So I want to build a billion dollar business. Okay, that's, that's just an acorn. If you've never seen a tree before, would you really think that it can become that? Like a redwood or, or an oak tree? You'd be like, what the hell? It if doesn't imagine all the fit. first time. It doesn't all fit in there. Yeah, 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 no exactly. Way. And so I think that as, as much as that's probably not the best example in the world, I think that as a kid, somehow, some way, I was good at figuring out what acorns made what trees. And that's really what I'm doing a lot more of now because I realize that's not a given anymore. Because, so for you, you didn't even know you had the strength of knowing what would affect what people in what way and no. that kind of thing, you know? I, I remember you saying, well, if I want it to work, it'll work. And I remember thinking, I never felt that way in relationships. Mm. Well, a big piece of it is because of the person I'm with. That's, it's not just me. Right. I, I wouldn't, but, there's, there's relationships I was in that I, I would never say that. I, I feel very comfortable saying that with Taryn. Well, when, when I was single and you were with Taryn, mm. I had like no confidence when I ended my last relationship. Yeah. And you said something to me on a, a session where it was <clears throat> essentially, well, of course you're not confident. You've never succeeded yet. Meaning I had been basically 29 years of not having a successful long-term relationship. I had four and a half years, five years, and then I think a two-year one. But I had never really succeeded at this long-term relationship thing. And so Kev's like, well, of course you're not confident. But I remember thinking to myself, I mean, I'm really confident in other areas. Mm. you know. And so what's the difference? I think the difference is awareness. I think I was good at reverse engineering fin- finish lines, but not very good at understanding human being. As, as much as I thought anyways. Uh, particularly relationship stuff. And if you asked me now, 
having studied all the relationship stuff, the inner work, therapy, conscious couples podcast, cycles, you know, triggers, insecurities, all the stuff we've done at NLU, but more importantly at the we and conscious couples, I feel way more confident now because I feel like I get it. I understand what makes a relationship fail and what makes it work. Like trust, communication, vulnerability, humility, courage, difficult conversations, empathy. These are the things that are critical. And so at the end of the day, for all our listeners, let's check in. Which of these beliefs do you have more? Do you have part one, I know I can do the behavior? Or part two, I know I can decide which behaviors are going to get me what outcomes. And maybe you're out there saying, I'm not very good at either of those. That's okay. Let's just build them up a little bit by a little bit by a little bit. And eventually you'll get to a place, because Kev said a 10 and a 7, 10 plus 7, 17 divided by 2. You're probably around 8, you know? Yeah, I would say so. 8.25, yeah, confidence. So I think that your level of confidence, your level of self-belief is probably the average of these two. My chair just what's the, a, what's chair. the level of self-belief that your chair my will My chair is going to hold my, my, my arse very low, very small amount. Hi there. This is Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and I am the host of the Business of Happiness podcast, which would not be in existence were it not for the one and only Kevin Palmieri. He helped me put it together with his great expertise and every week his whole team works tirelessly to get these podcasts uploaded to Buzzsprout and to deliver my content to my audience. I am so grateful. I couldn't say enough about him. Please, if this is something you're considering, I highly recommend him. The, I think the hardest thing about the strategy thing is think of it this way. If you don't have a lot of reps in strategizing and then following through, it's really hard to have confidence because it takes a long time. If you're strategizing for something and it takes you two years to accomplish, that's a long time before you actually get that belief. Another, this, this might land, I don't know. This lands for me when I say it, so maybe it will for you, whether you're watching or listening. If you hire a coach, to just tell you what to do, maybe you're really good at the behavior. When I did bodybuilding, I hired a coach and I just wanted him to tell me what to do. I'll follow through. I just tell me what to do. Tell me what to eat. Tell me how much to eat. Tell me how often to weigh myself. Tell me when you need pictures. And I'm, I'm good. The strategy was super valuable too. I understood the strategy to a degree, but I was really paying him for accountability and strategy, because I wouldn't have pushed myself as hard if I didn't have a coach. But if you think of that, if you pay someone just because you want them to tell you what to do, but you know you can follow through, you're probably really good at the behavior. Maybe you just don't know the strategy. That's really me in a, in a nutshell. I'll just ask Alan, what do I do? And he'll give me a system and I'll just run it forever. And then he'll say like, are you still doing the same thing? He's like, yeah, man, it's awesome, isn't it? He's like, no, no, it's time to switch. Oh, darn. <laughs> Darn. That's been really funny. Like, Kev runs systems. That dude will just run. Just run my joke behind the seat. He'll just run the system for as long as he needs well, to, look, which is a superpower, honestly. As long as you got the right system, yeah, man. yeah. Oh my god! But look at, I mean, look at this. Our our behavior, 
like we'll just do episodes forever, forever. And as we do them, we'll learn more strategy of how to get better. Yeah. But you can't, it's really hard to do one without the other. Because yeah, if, if you don't do it consistently, you don't know if the strategy is working. If you don't have the strategy, it's hard to do it consistently. It really yep. is a kind of a, a juggling act of conundrum. if you don't have one. Yeah, it is. It is a, maybe this is a new version of the confidence conundrum in a way. Maybe this is why you had self-belief with me more than without me. Instead of borrowing my belief, what if you just borrowed my strategy? What a well, huge that's the belief I needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person that I'm coaching, I think that she even said as soon as I had the system, because she lost 22 pounds in 20 weeks, which is just awful. I mean, anyone who's ever done that, it's just horrible. Not great. And she did not have, she wasn't overweight or anything. It's not like she had a lot of weight to lose. And I was so impressed, blown away, crushed it. She's like, well, once I had the system and I knew it would work, I can execute. It's, it's that I don't know my own system will work. So maybe instead of borrowing someone's belief, maybe you can borrow someone's strategy. And, and maybe that will build your belief. But then the question becomes, you can't always rely on other people's strategies, right? So you kind of have to learn how to strategize, and that's yeah. maybe another episode. I know. Yeah, it's, this, is, this is deeper than I, than I expected it to be. Not, not, I won't say that. I expected it to be deep. But it's not, yeah, it's not that straightforward. It's not, well, you're either good at one or the other, or you're good at both, or you're good at neither. The only way to get good at strategy is to do it consistently enough and then test out stuff. I said something What's to been your yeah, good. I, I said something to you today. We were talking about something behind the scenes, and we were just talking about growth and and growth over the years. And I said one of the best things ever for me that you did was you let me fly the coop, for lack of better phrasing. And you said, "What do you mean?" And I said, "You just let me go out and do things." One of the things, one of the most important things I ever did was I got to the place where I said. I would rather write up an email, send it myself, and lose the client than write up an email, have you look at it, and then us get the client. I don't think that's serving. And I think we're past that, and I need to learn this on my own. So that works really well for me. I took your strategy, and I took, took what I learned from the strategies you taught me and what I've been practicing through those strategies, and then I tried to figure out, all right, what pieces of that strategy can i remember enough to use it on my own and, and now I have, what part of those strategies suck that's that's true too but, but now i have now i have my own strategies yeah built off of the strategies that you taught me the strategies that i tried and then what worked and what didn't so i think that the real the only answer for that is you have to get outside of your comfort zone i know i sound like a broken record with that but you have to use if you have level one understanding of strategy awesome Use level one understanding of strategy to try to get to level two. And then when you get to level two, it, it's the same thing though of, yeah, you're most likely not going to go from, I don't know what a, a great example is. You're most likely not going to go from learning how to drill two pieces of wood together to building a custom mansion in a year. The strategy oh, yeah. just doesn't, it doesn't <clears throat> compound that fast. But there's no reason you can't build, you know, drill two pieces of wood together and then drill four pieces of wood together, and then build a platform, and then build a shed, and then build a bigger shed, and then build a treehouse. Your strategy becomes tools for you to use later. Strategy is just understanding inputs and outputs, really. When I do this, I get this result, then you stack them. 
You want to teach strategy? You probably know it better than I do. <laughs> I have, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm laughing at. That's not what I'm laughing at. I had a funny story I've never told before. I, Let's so hear it. I, when, I, when I was a kid, I know you got to jump soon, Kev. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I built a treehouse with one of my best friends, Ooh. Kiki. And we decided to do something that we thought was very innovative that was actually a really terrible idea. Okay. We had this mighty oak, this huge oak tree in the treehouse. So instead of putting the boards to where, because there was these perfect five trees, right? Mm. And one of them was really thick, huge, thick oak tree. If we go around the tree, we'll have so much more space in the treehouse. Mm. So the tree, the tree was in the treehouse. <laughs> we, I mean, this was a legit treehouse. We had shingles. We had a rug. We brought electricity out there. We had a trap door. We had a full window. I mean, this was, we, we took years to build this thing. And I'll tell you what, we failed forward. And here's what happens when you, when you nail nails into trees. They die. They, they sap oh, lots yeah. and lots of mm. sap all over the electrical cords, all over the rug. Just awful, right? Oh. And um, we also, I'm pretty sure we, we might have mutated some spiders because of the, all the foam that we had to put to like block the rain. <laughs> but anyways, my point is, of the treehouse story is this. You have to fail forward. And our next treehouse would have been world-class. <laughs> but, but why? Because our first one was just mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. And yes, most of the nails that we put in took about two or three before we... You ever hammer a nail halfway and then you, have, you mess it up and then you have to hammer it in because you can't take it out? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. So I never told that story before. But what does that have to do with belief? I believe in my ability... To build a treehouse. Seriously. Here's why. I did it. I did it before. And I failed so many times on so many things. Now, can I build a world-class treehouse? No. But I can build a way better one than we built. I'll tell you that for sure. A couple kids who didn't know what the hell we were doing. Well, sometimes that's fun. It's fun to not know the strategy sometimes. (laughs) If you, I guess if you don't really want a very good result. Kiki wasn't thrilled. He was Uh, so mad at us. He's like, we shouldn't, uh, the whole, the whole year. Like back then it felt like years, but probably a couple of years. He was like, dude, we shouldn't have put the damn tree in the treehouse. It's like, dude, get over it, man. We made a mistake. He's like, so still salty about it, I bet. Understandable. Next Level Nation, if you are seeking strategy when it comes to peak performance or your small business or whatever it is, maybe your new business, your large business, whatever, if you're seeking strategy on how to get better, reach out to Alan. Alan can help you with that. If you are seeking strategy with podcasting help, reach out to me. I will help you with that. I was going to talk about Next Level Nation, but I think if we're talking about strategy, those are the the two things that we really help people strategize around. So link will be in the show notes for all of our information. But yeah, happy to chat about anything you need help strategizing on. Alan at nextleveluniverse.com. Kevin at nextleveluniverse.com. Spelled just like it sounds. <clears throat> my voice. I'm losing my voice, brother. No. Okay. You need me to carry it We home? have our... Huh? You need me to carry it home? No, no, no. I got this. I got this. Three words you need to remember if if you want a next level relationship. Which you do. That is our monthly meetup, number 26. And it is in the love month, February 1st, 2024. So our monthly meetup for the love month, February, is three words you need to remember if you want a next level relationship. The link to register will be in the show notes. Tomorrow for episode number 1,590, I hope my nose pimple disappears by then, another thing Kevin and Alan 
are polar opposites with. Nice. Nice. I don't know if I've you ever know I was used... on a podcast earlier today, and they the 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 guy said Kevin is more jacked than you. That it's a, it's a fact. That's not. He wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't being mean or that's a fact. Shots fired. No, that's it a, is a fact. A I said that. Fact. I said he is jacked. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. If that person is, if that host is listening, shout out to you for being a real one yeah. and taking care of Kev when he's not there. Because I'm sure Alan was flexing <laughs> away. You probably even asked. I wasn't. Him. I didn't flex once. Said, hey, I don't even hey. know why you brought that up. Kev's not going to hear this, but between you and I, who's in better shape? Here, Kev. <laughs> and then he got an answer he didn't like. Surprised he even told me. All right, we're going to go because it is 7.15 and I promised Taryn we would spend some time together. So I'm going to go see my wonderful wife. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Build both types of belief. Explanation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.